A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Wednesday, the 9th of December, and our word for today is taken from Genesis chapter 50, verse 22. So Joseph remained in Egypt, he and his father's house. Joseph lived for 110 years, and Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were counted as Joseph's own. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being a hundred and ten years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Now the reason that we've gone to that story as we look at the book of Joshua, the closing uh, paragraphs of the book of Joshua, is the burial of Joseph is referred to there. And so what we've done in going back to Genesis 50 is travel back several hundred years to see why they buried the bones of Joseph where they did. And it was that Joseph himself demanded it. He made them swear that they would do that. And what we get from that strange insertion as we come back to Joshua 24, verse 32, is a perspective that takes us right back to God's original saving purposes. You see what Joseph said? He referred to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And by the way, if you don't know the story of Joseph, do read it. It's a gripping story. Occupies a large part of Genesis, chapter 37 uh, to the end of Genesis. And it describes how Joseph became uh, the savior of the world of his time by being sold into slavery by his jealous brothers by rising to the position of prime minister, by being vouchsafed a revelation of God that enabled him to prepare for a famine that was to descend upon that ancient world, and by preparing huge storehouses of food in the years of plenty that preceded the famine, and so saving his people, and actually saving uh, lots of other people who lived in the region as well. And so what began with the entry of the Israelites into Egypt uh, in order to survive under the provision of Joseph, uh, the the, uh, 11th son of Jacob or Israel, uh, led them into slavery. And they were there uh, for uh, held as slaves for centuries in Egypt. And Joseph knew that they would one day return to the land as he describes it, that God swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And uh, so what we are seeing in this burial of the bones of Joseph, so many hundreds of years later, is the fulfillment of that promise that uh, his brothers uh, made. Um, And it gives us a huge perspective. Uh, It's also significant that it is Shechem. Shechem was the first place named in the Promised Land when Abraham, later to be renamed Abraham, entered Canaan and uh, built his first altar there to the God who had led him 
out of uh, pagan idolatry into the promised land. It was also the first place that Jacob stopped at, that's Abraham's grandson, when he returned to Canaan. And it's the place where he purchased land, and that is mentioned in verse 32 of Joshua 24. And uh, it was now uh, the tomb of Joseph. Shechem was a very significant place. It was a place, we might say, of beginnings. It became, too, the first capital of Israel. Shechem is a great staging post in the story of God's plan of his work for his people. And so what we are seeing here, sandwiched between the account as we return to Joshua 24 of the burial of Joshua and the burial of his priest, Eleazar, representing, as they do, conquest and occupation, what we are seeing sandwiching uh, that is the truth that at the heart of that great work of salvation, conquest and occupation, lies a vast plan, a deeper plan, a plan of infinite proportion. So what we are being taught there is that there is much more going on in the work of God. We've already considered how the uh, ending, as we see it in Joshua itself, is actually filled with foreboding. There is much more to come. And tomorrow uh, we'll return to that and just take a brief look ahead. I'll do a very brief Bible overview with you tomorrow. And you can see how it did lead from the past through into the distant future. Indeed, from eternity to eternity. But we'll consider that tomorrow. But to the moment, what we need to understand is the burial of the bones of Joseph is being deliberately inserted there out of chronological order in order to explain to us the great work that God has done, a work that should encourage us to occupy what God has captured through the cross of Jesus Christ in the world. I'm looking forward to unpacking that with you tomorrow. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the faithfulness of Joseph, pictured as indeed the Savior of the world. And we thank you too that it presents to us that vast picture of your salvation plan, your salvation work, that great coherent scheme that you bring to fruition that will surely come to pass. Please help us to understand this and to be encouraged by it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.